Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Welcome, War Gamers. Excited to see everyone. So, thanks for being here. Uh, I am, as you know, I'm quite often excited whenever I bring on a guest, but um, today, particularly so. Uh, and the reason why is that uh, Josh, our guest, is one of the individuals that I watch a lot on uh, Instagram. He's also on TikTok, but he he's a coach. He's a content creator. I'm going to tell you, he's a fantastic content creator because why? Because that's what has sucked me into the life of Josh Terry. He focuses on self-development, performance, lifestyle design. He's got over a million followers across all of social media. Um, one thing when I was telling other people today, I was like, I'm so excited that um, Josh is coming on to War Games to share with us about, you know, personal leadership and any tidbit he's going to give us that's out here. And then somebody goes, well, I don't know who he is, but Joe Rogan follows him. And I was like, well, so there, okay, let me call up a couple of VIPs. Amy Lee is here. Netta is here. But I thought that was fantastic because I had known it because I'm very, very um, selfish in the fact that Josh brought value to me. And so when Josh brought value to me, my answer was, hey, I want to share it with everybody here in War Games Group. And we are across Facebook. We are on LinkedIn. We are on YouTube. And I just wanted to share Josh with the rest of the world. So I'm going to bring Josh up onto the screen and we're going to switch places so he can be up here. And the best part is, guys, is that if you go on to Instagram or TikTok, this is his setup. <laughs> this is like spot on exactly what you get. Every one of those ones I forwarded off to people is exactly this setup. And this is what he does. And somebody else said, you know, he does the same format as Robbie, where they're looking off of the screen as opposed to staring into the camera. And I said, well, that just gives the ability of the person to either take it as personally to them if they want to, or he's talking to somebody else. But Josh, truly, I am excited about the fact that you're you are here with us on the show. Uh, Debbie is out in Facebook land and she's excited about it as well. So when I posted it yesterday, I got quite a few people going, are you kidding me? Josh is coming on. I'm like, he is, he is. So Josh, I want to say welcome to the War Games group. Thank so, you so much for having me. This is really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I don't know if anybody has a question for Josh right off the bat. He loves interactive, so we can always be interactive. I know, uh, Amy Lee is out there just pinging everybody into the room and saying, you guys got to see this and sharing it out there. Um, I asked Josh to come on and talk to us more about personal leadership. And, you know, one of the things that hit me really hard and I commented just to be a pain in the butt on his Instagram was he had put up there about the um, 
the and most of you got this as a share the to-do list one that you threw out there okay it was just flat out yes and debbie was on my show but i was not as excited that's what she's pointing out but, <laughs> <laughs> when you look at it but no can you recap on just real quick on the to-do list one only because it impacted me so difficultly in my head. It was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Before you decide to talk about personal leadership, but yeah, can can you touch on it real quickly, just make, just to make sure I I, I know which one? You're yeah. So of? you said that people come to you and they ask you for advice, and you're telling them to get rid of their to do list because the to do list itself is something you almost self medicated yourself with because you aren't content with what's going on in your life. And I mean, the, the words you said at the end, which was like, because you'd rather be inundated, <laughs> right? Or buried in a to-do list than accept your current situation for what it is. Yes, and yes. So. We, we would rather deal with the to-do list than the existential crisis that is our existence. Um, yes. <laughs> See, those are big words. I couldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is super common. Uh, uh, it's, it's a really common thing that happens with my clients, and it's just in general, like my friends, I do it, is, uh, I mean, we start – but of when we come up with something to do, we start with good intentions. We start with the intention of there is something good and right that I'd like to see happen in the world. How can I make that manifest, right? And the way we do that is we come up with the to-do list, right? We come up with a plan, and that's reasonable. But the problem comes in that we keep doing the to-do list, sometimes even when it doesn't serve us, right? So we will uh, we'll come up with a plan and we'll go, okay, I'm building this business. I'm, I'm uh, going through these, these functions to make the business work. And uh, then I should do this. I should do that. We come up with a, a large laundry list of things to do. And eventually – they, these things step away from being the most useful things to just a bunch of work that we have to follow a bunch of it becomes a treadmill right and we get so used to overworking ourselves on things i'm a big proponent of figuring out how much work you need to be really doing um we get so, so used to overworking ourselves following these lists that if they were to go away we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves right and that's super dangerous because if we are um, in this habitual state of, of following the to-do list over and over and over again and we can't handle not doing it, then we will start inventing things. We will start inventing things that don't need to be there. It takes away from our ability to ask that serious question of what really needs to get done. And the only way we can solve for that problem is to get things off of our to-do list and learn how to deal with the uncomfortable vacuum that arises, right? The uncomfortable silence. And if you can deal with a little bit of that uncomfortable silence, if you know you can cope with it, then you can ask the serious questions about what should I really do here? What would really get something productive done? I love it. I love it. And it, I, I jokingly put on the Instagram post that I added him to the top of my to-do list, right? Was to learn that. So, but um, it, again, I, I love, and now you guys can understand where Joe's, you know, fanboying comes from is because he's legit bringing us a, a viewpoint that is contrary to what most of us are used to. 
And so, and that's what I, I love about that. And so what I would want to ask right now, Josh, is that, can you talk to us more about the, the personal leadership, the, what does it take to do this? Cause I mean, let's be real. You, you're huge all across social media for your viewpoint. And so, and that's one of those things that Amy Lee and I always talk about is that I have to sit back and say, no, I need to get out and express my opinion on things. And so Amy Lee has taken that venture too, where she's like, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And I'm out here going, yeah, I think it's time we all just started being truly authentic. And that caused me to come to you and say, okay, Josh, I'm watching everything you post. And so I want to do that. But one of the things I want to do, if it's okay with you, Josh, is I just wanted to put your website up here, the practiceofpurpose.com. That's right. Yes, yes. Um, Okay, so let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, I'm I'm getting a slight echo, though. Um, I'm not sure where that's coming from. Is is there? uh, It might be me. Hold on. I'm muted, so it's not me. Yeah, so I will do this. Okay, I think I think it might be Neta. Uh, I can mute me, but I'm the only one in there. Let me mute me. Let's see. Check, 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 check. Ah, there we go. No more echo. Okay. Um, but by all means, yeah, feel free to jump in whenever you like. Uh, okay. So, uh, w- with personal responsibility, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go along the thread of of what you mentioned, Joe, about um. This this uh, idea of, of going with the counterintuitive thing. So I'm a big fan of uh, taking advice that has been given and looking at it and figure out if it's actually contextually accurate for your life, right? So an example of this is uh, let's say, take the advice never be aggressive ever, right? So uh, that advice is really good for somebody that's super aggressive <laughs> and if somebody is really kind, generally thoughtful of others, and is always trying to do the right thing, they might take the advice of never be aggressive ever and turn themselves into a doormat, right? And that's that's not a healthy result. Um, uh, you know, th- there's there's so many of these types of ideas. Uh, uh, corn and wheat are good for you. Well, it, corn and wheat are good for you is a narrative that works if you're trying to create a westward expansion of an entire society without no, anybody starving to death, right? That's It's super true. You should eat your corn and wheat. Is it actually like healthy, going to make you feel really good? Not necessarily, right? The advice isn't designed for that specific thing. It, advice, mainstream advice, is, desol- is designed for mainstream problems. It's designed to, to solve the, the, the largest problem available to you. So I think a big part of developing personal leadership for yourself is learning to take responsibility for yourself. And one of the most important pieces of taking responsibility for yourself isn't about getting yourself to do the thing that you know you shouldn't, right? That's like the classic, right? It's it's about figuring out what would be right and good in your life that would make you move forward in a healthy manner, right? That's That's what's important. So to do this, you have to consider yourself to be an amateur at whatever you're trying to do. And then take a look at your psychology, take a look at the person that you are, and then make judgments about what would be healthy for that person to move forward, right? And this 
goes to a, a topic that's called parenting yourself, right? So it, it's it's a it's a phrase used to describe what a healthy adult should do towards themselves. And what that is, is you should take on all of the healthy behaviors that your parents took on towards you, right? So if your parents fed you good food, you need to learn how to feed yourself good food. If your parents, uh, you know, taught you good things in the world, you need to learn how to teach yourself good things. And um, I think uh, one of the things that we don't do is factor in our own psychology and how to make decisions. And this will come together in a second. And what, what I mean by that is if you're raising a child, you are going to look at that child and go, oh, I've, okay, I've got a shy kid, right? So uh, I am going to make a couple decisions based on the fact that he's shy. This doesn't mean I'm going to like never uh, bring him around people. I'm just going to factor in that people make him a little bit uncomfortable. And uh, I'm going to help him learn in ways that give him graduated exposure to this particular thing. Um, okay, my kid is super empathetic. All right, well, that means he's going to have a set of strengths and weaknesses. So I'm going to give him, you know, exposure to activities that, you know, uh, play to his strengths. Okay, this my kid is super disagreeable, right? All right, I'm gonna put him in sports. He's gonna he's gonna kill it, right? He's gonna do really well. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, my kid is uh, you know, really unaware, right? Okay, so you need to you need to uh, socially unaware. You need to give him a set of social circumstances that will teach him social awareness. And uh, if you don't do this your child is not going to learn as much as they could. And if you do, they're going to develop well. And you are no different than that child. You are just an older version of it. You have a set of strengths and you have a set of weaknesses. And you need to make the decisions that will uh, enable you to push forward. And so I, uh, I, I think I want to leave it there for a moment to just, just to see what you think about that. But uh, the, the main thing here is apply the, the context of your own psychology to how you choose to move forward and you will win. Okay, so Debbie threw her disagreeable daughter in law school. <laughs> so <laughs> that makes perfect sense. And the disagreeable child that was there was Netta was pointing at herself as the child <laughs> that did that. So, um, so I love this because the, the goal is for you to, on your own self, you're trying to reparent, make sure that you've taken the good pieces from your parenting and then looking at your own kid, right, would be how do I adapt that style to them? So when I'm looking at myself and I'm saying, okay, how do I manage this child, which is me, right? How would I go about parenting myself? Um, how many people have the ability to remove themselves from all the judgment to say that this is the situation I have to, to ad address? Because I, I see a lot of people be like, well, okay, so I, I consider myself aggressive as well, but I, I have more tact and finesse. But ultimately, I still say there's aggression there. And so how would I go about it and go, okay, do I need to go play sports? 
right? Or do I need to look and make everything a sport kind of yes. deal? But that takes that takes that stepping back and looking at yourself from outside and how many people are really yeah. able so to do that. How how do you pro how do how do you begin the process of self examination? Is is that <gasps> that was so much better, Josh, than what I said? Well, I had all oh, this right. time to to, to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, so this this is tied to the fundamentals of self development, learning theory, and cognitive behavioral therapy. It, they're they're all all tied in, and. What it is, is I call it the, uh, the abundance equation or the equation of forward movement, which is desire plus boundaries equals abundance. And to answer your question directly, what you need to do to begin the process of self-examination is shorten the feedback loop of learning so that you can get an experience and then get a data point from that so that you can learn something you want to increase the speed at which that happens and the way we learn is through this equation that i said desire plus boundaries equals abundance and what happens is you need to learn how to have a want and then decide what you are willing to do or give up to get it and then from that place you can take a a, a step and get a result and if that result is positive then you will have something called abundance and that abundance will inspire you or make you feel capable of having a stronger desire, which allows you to go through the equation again, have another want, decide what you are willing to do or give up to get it, and then get another result. So it, the, the way this breaks down uh, like, is, is if, if you are willing to figure out what you, you are, will do or not do to get a result, Right. This is sometimes you have to sacrifice behaviors to get get a result. Sometimes you have to actively engage in a behavior to get a result. If you can process in your mind what things you're actually willing to do, this is super important for the disagreeable ones, right? Because because not everybody that's disagreeable has something that they are willing to do, right? They have to sort through it and decide. Okay, yeah, I would do that, right? Um, they have to go through that process to actually take a forward step. The goal of this is to take a forward step, right? And and somebody that's super agreeable, they have to learn how to sacrifice stuff, right? Because they they want everything, right? They I'll, I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do that too, you know. They have to be able to put down the things that you know they might you know really be willing to do. They might be excited to do. And then if you've done those two things, figured out what you're willing to do and figured out what you're willing to give up then what's left is a realistic next step. It's something that you're actually capable of. And when you do that, you'll get a result. Now, sometimes it won't work out. Sometimes it will, you'll fail. But from there, you'll, you'll have data. And you'll go, okay, that didn't work. So I need, I need to go back to the beginning. And it's going through this process and getting really good at it. That, that's the core of learning theory. It's, it's the, the core of, of self-development. It's, it's the core of cognitive behavioral therapy, right? The, the core of cognitive behavioral therapy, and generally uh, typical American therapy, is don't people, make people less afraid. Make them more brave, right? That's the core of it. And, and what that is is get people to expose themselves to something that makes them uncomfortable. How do you do this? You do it by creating something small enough, right, 
that's the boundaries. We're setting boundaries around it so that it's a safe enough. We can go, all right, I, I'm willing to try that. And then from there, you can get a result. Inside of self-development, Tony Robbins is the idea of chunking. He says, break things down into a small enough piece that you're willing to do it. And then he says, massive action. That's be willing to do it. And those are the two pieces. What are you willing to give up or do? And from there, you can get a result. And results teach you. It's ultimately that is your experience, is that equation. Can I can I make a comment? Am I allowed to do that, Joe? <laughs> Joe's like, uh-oh. Um, so I so I study human design, which is one of those things that it, it's the science of differentiation, right? And so what what I feel like we're discovering is that different things work for different people. Yes, yes. I, I mean I happen to be neurodivergent, obviously, not obviously. Well, to Joe, it's obvious. To Ned, it's obvious. Um, but you know, I have five children. And so each one of my children has a different learning style, has a different uh, way of being in the world. And so I just caution us when we have these discussions about best practices, we also have to take into consideration that there are a lot of people that have different ways of doing things that work for them. For example, like I'm a concrete manifester. Joe is too. We're all about vision boards and this is exactly what I want. Whereas in some cases, it's more of an abstract situation where somebody's really trying to cultivate a feeling uh, around an experience. So that's just been my experience. I'd love to hear your thoughts on kind of how do we evolve this best practices, like you said, that, you know, the chunking and all these things into something that works for more people more consistently and also gives them permission to show up in the world the way that they truly are. Phenomenal. Okay. Uh, I love this. And I, I am a big proponent. So earlier I was mentioning, like, I think advice needs to be contextual to personality. That's, that's, that's I, total agreement with what you're saying. And the thing I like about what I just presented, this, this desire plus boundaries equals abundance, is it's a scalable solution. It's, this is something that anyone can apply at some scale. Some people can apply it in a massive way. Some people can apply it in a tiny 30-second decision. This, you know, a very, very small thing. But I've never seen it uh, be a disservice to anyone, right? I've, I've never seen this, this harm anyone, and I've, I've seen it help many, right? And, and I think a lot of these things uh, in the neurodivergent realm, uh, part of it is about just factoring in what your tendencies are, what your traits are, because it's super tied in a way to the idea of like psychology, right? You need that context, right? But then you need to figure out which pieces result in strengths and which pieces result in, in weaknesses that you need to build up, all right? And the strengths you need to just go all in on, right? And the weaknesses that you need to build up, you need to do really, really tiny things. And for some people, it's extraordinarily tiny, right? And so to me, this equation is something that you need to examine and see where it fits in the context of your life. For some people, this is a thing that they can use for a life plan. For others, it's how they want to spend their afternoon. It's, it's, it's very different. And, and it also happens at different uh, levels of experience, right? So... I, I like to talk to people about like, they say, oh, I don't know what to, I want to do with my life. And I'm like, 
okay, do you know what you want to do this week? And they're like, I also don't know that. <laughs> it's like, okay, so let's stop thinking about life then. <laughs> let's, let's, let's figure out the week, right? And the reality is they don't know how to have a good day. They might not even know how to have a good hour, right? And uh, what I found is this is actually really common in the neurodivergent space because what happens is uh, a lot of times we have just helter-skelter brains, right? Where, where things are in a lot of different places. We get distracted sometimes. We get, we, we're moving in a lot of different directions. Um, I mean, you can probably tell from this conversation, I move in a lot of different directions. So <laughs> I've had some practice with it. Um, and uh, the, the, the thing to do is figure out where you're at. And learn how to go from there. This goes back to parenting yourself, right? Is what actually are you? What What is your mind? How do you function? And how can we make it function better? And one of the ways that we make it function better is by creating this feedback loop. So for somebody that is, let's say, uh, has a, you know, a scattered mindset, and th there's a million different things that happen in the neurodivergent space, but that's a good example, is just somebody that's easily distracted, right? What you do is you go, okay, cool, you're easily distracted. How easily distracted are you? And how long do you focus for? All right, now we know that. Okay, let's take what we know works in, in terms of how humans function and apply it to that time scale, right? So it's like somebody, <laughs> I'll have clients that come in, they're like, I can only focus for five minutes. And I'm like, you're, are you a genius? Like, that's way more than most people, <laughs> right? You know, it's like, cool, now it's five minutes, solid, right? So let's work on five minutes. Let's work on the five-minute spectrum. And so now, can you figure out a desire, something that you want to do in the next five minutes, and what you are willing to give up or do to get the result, to get, to get the object of your desire in the next five minutes? What's realistic in those five minutes? Can we apply that now? Let's see what happens. And if you pick the right time scale, what happens is you get a positive result. And now you've gotten a rep on human progress, which is essentially what this is. You've gotten a rep on forward motion by humanity. <laughs> and then you can do it again. And what happens is people learn how to do it for five minutes and then do it again for five minutes. And then they come up with a 10 minute plan. And then they come up with the 20-minute plan. And then they figure out what they want to do for the day. Then they figure out what they want to do for the week. And if you do this long enough, you can create your life's mission this way. Wow. Okay, wow. That was amazing. So, and again, so it's about building reps. Have you found that it's, it's varied by each individual, how many reps it's going to take before they can get it? Is it, are you working with your client to the point where you're positively reinforcing the rep each time where you're like, okay, did you see you just did that? Like, are you sitting with them for five minutes or, or do we have to reward ourselves in that capacity of saying, I got to that point of doing it because neurodivergent that, you know, that's me. I can't spell it. But, you know, that, that puts it out there. And I, I thought the same thing when you said five minutes. How did you get to five minutes? Uh, like, that's amazing that somebody focused that much. So I cheat. So off screen, I do this and I flip my pin. So it keeps part of my brain busy trying to not drop the pin. But I have to keep it somewhere where if it drops, it'll fall on the ground. 
and and not clank all over my desk. I've I've been it's doing here. this the whole as as we've been speaking. I've just been playing with my headphone wire the whole time. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so um, could could you, could you repeat the the question again? So do we have this breakdown piece where we go? Okay, are you sitting back going, hey? Let's let's do this for five minutes. Let's do it for five minutes again, because I, I still want to talk about your practice of purpose.com and the community you're building. And so the clients you're working with, are you doing the exercise with them? Right. So like as I'm taking notes, you're going, oh, you just built a rep. Hey, you just built a rep. Or are we or is it something you send them off and say, come back with how many reps you were able to accomplish? Yeah, That's it's both. It's both, and it's it's something that we we uh, I try to show basically how it is so cross discipline. Um, uh, this this is my my challenge from the business side is is niching, because uh, I love to cover the the things that are applicable to multiple disciplines, um, but but it really is it really is applicable to almost everything because it's it's based in the fundamentals of how we learn how we move forward, and so. I will have a client that comes to me with a, a given challenge, right? It, it might be, I want to grow my social media accounts, right? And so what we would do is we would break down what are the small things necessary to build a social media account? And what are the smallest things? Because in reality, those are the only ones that you're willing to do. <laughs> so let's figure out what those smallest things are. Somebody will come to me and say, I'm struggling in relationships. Okay, well, what are the smallest things that will move you forward in relationships? Okay, let's do it. Now, can we spot commonalities between what you did to succeed at social media and what you did to succeed in relationships? Because, yeah, they were unique things, but there were 90% of actions that were in common here. If, if you're, if you're you know, trying to develop your sales techniques, it's like, okay, what are the smallest actions you can take that would move you forward in that field? Okay, well, you need to learn the basic frameworks of sales, right? You need to learn the, the structure of a sales call. And then it's like, okay, well, where are the challenges? Here's where we get contextual. Where are the challenges for you personally? Are you super shy? Okay, so does this mean that you need to do imaginary sales calls? You need to do a sales calls with friends? You need to do sales calls that are uh, you simply videoing yourself? What is the version that works for you? Because for some people, Videoing yourself strikes terror in their hearts. That that's not the right option, you know. And for somebody else, that's the option that's the easiest. It's like, okay, I feel safe doing that. I can I can do that one. But yeah, I, there's no way in hell I can do this in front of my mom. You know, like that's 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 not the one for me, right? So it's 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 like, what's the smallest version that works for you? And what I found is is when we consistently ask this question over and over and over again, in in different places of life. What do you want? What are you willing to do or give up to get it? We start to see how it applies all over the place. And what happens is we start to listen to our own desires more closely. We start to get more nuanced desires, right? Because if you ask yourself what you want just off the bat, well, the, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to run through a Rolodex of, well, I want, you know, chocolate, money girls, guys, drugs, like whatever is the thing that's in your head, you're going to just run through all of the stuff. Um, but what you need to do is first learn the difference between desire and cravings. 
which is a, a desire is something, uh, a craving is something that you, when you get it, you, you want it, but when you get it, you are less. A desire is something that you want it, but when you get it, you are more. And what you do is you run through your Rolodex and go, okay, I want this. Okay, that's, <laughs> I know that that's like cake. I don't need that right now. Uh, you run through all those things, all the things that, you know, are going to make you worse. They're just cravings. You're probably going to get mostly silence at the end. You're going to get, I don't know what I want, right? And that's what happens when we aren't living by this principle of figure out what you want and act on it. You go, I don't know what I want. And what you have to do is you have to learn to sit with that silence a little bit, which goes back to the getting rid of to-do lists, finishing them off. So you have a little bit of slack in the system and you can face up to like, oh, I don't know. Let me listen to myself a little bit. And what will happen is a very quiet voice will say something dumb and simple like, I'd like a glass of water now. And then what you have to do is you have to go act on it and go, okay, I'm, I'm going to go af go get that glass of water and come back and ask myself, what do I want again? Right? And what happens when you do that, even on a small thing, like a simple glass of water or a cup of tea, is you validate that it's okay to have once, that you are empowered to, to uh, get them, and that, that your internal systems will be listened to. Right? And then what happens then is your brain will come back with a little bit more confidence and it'll say, well, you know, I'd like this thing that's a little bit more extreme, right? You know, like <laughs> what's an example of something a little bit more extreme than a glass of water? I'm stiff and sore and I need a stretch. You know, your brain comes up with that and you go, okay, I'm going to do that. And pretty soon it goes, well, there's this project I'd really like to get done. And you go, okay, that's the one we're going to work on, right? I'm, I'm, I'm choosing the thing that I actually desire. It's not what I should do. It's the thing that I actually desire. And you get that project done, and then it validates it. And you keep doing this, and pretty soon it's the career. It's the, corpor it's, it's the corporation that you're building. It's the grand vision. And it's the thing that you want, not the thing that you should do. Fantastic. And I'm jumping in because I don't know if Amy Lee has anything. But so, Josh, when I look when I listen to this. So one of the things you said was shorten up the feedback loop. Yes. And so get it to come back as quick, get the data as quickly as possible. How does one how does one get themselves to do that? Yes. That's shorten the time scale. Shorten the time scale. It, that's that's why I was making those those funny comments about things like, what do you want? Well, a glass of water. Right. If you learn to consciously go after something as simple as that, right? Most people don't drink a glass of water because they want to. They drink a glass of water because, well, it's 2 p.m. And, you know, I've got this bottle that's three quarters of the way full and I know it's supposed to be at half by noon. So here's a sip, right? <laughs> you know, it, that's, that's what a lot of people do. And the reality is there's an inner system working that's highly intelligent, way smarter than whatever your conscious mind is that can be trained. Desire can be trained. And if you can train it, then you will have access to that deeper intelligence, basically your intuition. And, and you'll be able to implement it because you've been setting boundaries around what you're doing each time you do it. So this, this simple idea of have a desire and then set a boundary around it so that you can accomplish it. It's, it's, it's the essence of learned competence. And what it does is it, it builds up your self-worth. It builds up your belief that you can do something. It's incredibly powerful.
Sorry, I was jumping over and trying to find out that I'm talking without a mute button on, or the mute is on. So, yes, I, I we got comments out there with people saying they should all over themselves. Yes. Right? And coming back on it. Um, tapping into the, the, the consciousness. Now, your subconscious. So I put in there the Josh Terry plays. That's where we can find you on TikTok and on Instagram. Is there other places where that is the right one? No, I'm, I'm Josh Terry plays across all social and practice of purpose in terms of websites. Yeah. Fantastic. So I appreciate everything you've done, dumped into all of us today that came in. So, um, Michael is definitely, he's, he's a big, uh, rugby player that's out there, but yeah, so he, he's liking it. Cause you, you actually put it out there. Sandy said the same thing. I love the way you're simplifying the stuff to get to that point. And again, what do we know of simplification? That just means you know it so well, right? If you can explain it simply, you know it better than most people would. So um, Eric was here earlier. He came late, loved the five-minute thing that came in. So, But uh, he, he doesn't like to show his face, as you can tell, <laughs> But in looking at it. But so one of the things I want to talk about is let's talk about your community. Let's talk about the practice of purpose and... We know that, again, they can reach out to you on the website. They can reach out to you on social media. You're very, you know, involved with your audience on social media. So I give you a lot of credit for that, trying to keep up with everything that's there, plus all of these people that are going to be flocking over to you as it comes through. But Thank so you. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about your practice of purpose and the community you're building and that. Yeah. Um, pra practice of purpose uh, is, I mean, I decided on that domain name because I think that's what I want to do. And I think that's what I want to help people do, right? Is learn how to practice purpose, which it, it's it's very closely re related to what we've been talking about is is if, if you can learn to consciously move towards it, something because you honestly want it, you can become more powerful because it's, it's the clearest feedback loop that teaches you. Um, and what we're doing is we're just setting up a space for that to happen, right? So uh, it's it's a community where I've got a, a, a course inside that um, uh, talks through some of these fundamentals, um, you know, the, the this abundance equation and, and several others. And then we've got uh, chat spaces where we discuss these things. And I do uh, uh, journaling prompts every week of... of writing ideas to help you sort through what you want to do and weekly Q and A's with me to talk about these ideas. And th they're just incredibly, uh, cross discipline. You know, they, they, they just apply to so many things in life is this simple idea of, of how can you, how can you have a desire and take a stem simple step forward? That is fantastic. So again, if for them to be joining part of your group, going through and getting those things, and I'll tell you right now, the, the weekly live Q&A would just be amazing and everybody should join just for that. But um, so go to practiceofpurpose.com, scroll down and, and see the, the join that's there. You have a video up there that explains more and goes through. But um, I truly want to say thank you because again, if you didn't go out onto social media and share your way of looking at things, then I never would have found you. And it never would have been anything to go, oh my goodness, I need to talk to you. And so 
Um, but yeah, it was my friend Nick is the one that had shared on his story. Ah, and I was yes. like, hey, wait a second, Nick Marchand. And I was like, and I'm in a mastermind with Nick as well. And so I was like, who, wait, wait, who's this guy? Who is this? And he started laughing. He's like, just go click on him and, and you'll see. And I was like, yeah, that pretty much did it all for me. But <laughs> Well, thank you. I'm, I'm very glad that you enjoy it. Um, the, uh, let me, let me, let me add one other piece. Um, so I, I've been talking about how, uh, these things make you more capable. They make you more, more strong, right? Um, I want to add one other thing is, is desire can be trained and, uh, we don't usually think about it that way. Desire has a little bit of a negative connotation in the Western world. We think of it as like, oh, you're, you're selfishly going after all these things that you want, but you can debunk that really quickly with this simple idea. If you wanted to touch a hot stove and then you touched a hot stove, now you no longer want to touch a hot stove. <laughs> and yeah, what hopefully. That, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And what that means is that whatever that core thing is of want is intelligent. It's not some stupid thing that is just going after unhealthy behavior it's not some stupid thing that's just you know chasing the evil things of life and you need to be stopped it's a highly intelligent part of yourself your desire that can learn to be better and that's what this is all about is if if we can learn to take these small steps and shorten our feedback loops to do these things um to take these small actions we can get the feedback that informs our, our desire on what's healthy and what's right and what's real and what we really want. And that's that's what I want for people is for them to learn how, how to go after what they really want. And that's what I work on. And again, I appreciate you and I encourage everybody. I've occupied a lot of your time today, Josh, and I thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us so openly and it's fantastic to to do that debbie debbie said don't should on me so but uh yeah i was gonna say the, the comments are going crazy there's a whole bunch of shares on social media that are going going out here with this so i think it, you're going to impact so many people and i want to tell everybody to please go follow him on anything social that you can find him on and go visit practiceofpurpose.com Go spend some time on the site, look at it, decide if it's for you. If it is, step forward, it goes through. If you're thinking possibly it is or it isn't, shorten your time frames, get the feedback loop going in there and take that chance and go put yourself in there. So that's what I want you guys to understand. Robert Brooker said, so it's not too late. Correct. Correct. <laughs> So yeah. Also, uh, if, if you're interested in working on me or working with me on a more like one-on-one -on -one basis, uh like we're setting up structures for that you can either join the group and dm me there or you can dm me on ig and we're we're figuring it out fantastic josh again thank you so much everybody thanks for spending your time with us today i know you got value and i know you're going to go out and look for more if you want jump over into uh, his dms on instagram and put in war games so he knows that's where you came from maybe he'll maybe he'll like you better i don't know but uh, I think That's Josh correct. is pretty much a genuine good soul that has been put on this earth. And I'm grateful for you to be in part of the War Games family. And so any final words and you say, I just need to make sure they understand this before I get out of here. 
No, I th- I think we've said it. I think we've said it. I really appreciate you uh, having me, and this this has been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And for everybody out there, it's time for us to part ways. And I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell you every week, which is go out and sell something. Thanks, everybody.